You are now listening to the AFL brand. Where we talk interesting stuff about almost everything. Business, family, health, self-awareness, success, marketing. All here on the AFL brand podcast. Well, welcome to another episode of the AFL Brand Podcast. It has been quite a minute. I've fallen all the way off, not even partially off from uh, my podcasting journey. And the goal was to do this every day. Uh, But one of the things I I talked about was how entrepreneurs, people in general, who have big aspirations, shouldn't judge themselves too much when they make mistakes. And they should just overcome those missteps and continue moving forward. And so this is the first podcast in probably quite a few months, uh, but I wanted to get back on because something I've been studying, um, I guess a lot more recently in my new role as a uh, managing broker at Double Long Realty is marketing. And, you know, it's, it's interesting to see how the landscape is changing, how mature even our society in Bahamas is getting in terms of marketing and the innovative things we'll talk about some of the companies that are doing some things today. But I want to get these two girls here who I really respect uh, as it relates to business, entrepreneurship, creativity, um, to kind of just get their feel on, on marketing. I wanted that to be my, my comeback topic. Um, and so today we have with us Shanna Edgecombe, uh, whom and I connected uh, at her stint at the Bahamas Chamber of Commerce. Um, and we have... Tremaine Raisa, that's not the last name she just told me, um, but um, who who I only recently met, but but very very impressed with her business acumen and video production. And so, girls, it's good to have you on. Good to be here. Thank you. Yeah, uh, give us a little bit more of your background for the listeners, Shanna. Mm. So I began in marketing like Matt said, at the Bahamas Chamber of Commerce. I saw that there was a need and the chamber was doing no marketing at all. Um, And I felt like a rebrand was necessary. And so I really pushed for that in part because you can't speak to one audience, but then you're paying people are another audience. That was very important um, that I wanted them to understand and bridge a gap between the two. And then from there, I've been studying marketing on my own ever since. And now I do um, a portion of that for different small businesses, mostly. Um, I do have one or two larger clients. Okay. Tremaine? Um, I got into marketing kind of by accident. So uh, a couple of years ago, I launched a ebook cover design service, and that was primarily online. Um, and after I started, I realized the customers weren't magically coming to me like I thought they would have. Mm-hmm. So I got into marketing um, to promote my own service. And then I've been a freelance graphic designer for like 10 odd years. And I realized uh, after doing it for a while that I had fallen into marketing for those customers who were coming to me for graphic design. Mm-hmm. Um, in that, I've just been doing a lot and studying a lot of it in the online space because that's been my wheelhouse for a long time yeah yeah um and and a thought i want to come back to Mm -hmm. um is 
Do we think, if you guys know, I don't know of many, and I'm kind of self-taught in a lot of the marketing things I've learned as well, mm -hmm. video production and graphic design. I, I want to come back to this, so I just want to put a pin here so I don't forget when we, when we get later on in the conversation. Mm -hmm. Does someone still need a marketing degree to uh, mm -hmm. supply the needs of companies today? Let's come back to that. Okay. But I wanted to discuss briefly the brands that you guys see locally and internationally that you think many companies should aspire to? Shana, you first. Mm. Locally? I think there are some businesses that have one or two good campaigns. Um, boy, if I would think of... Well, actually, okay, so... Epic, Epic Battery. Okay. I think they're pretty grassroots in their approach. Um, but I think they're interesting and they're consistent. You know, um, they popped into mine. They don't, I don't think, and this is not to offend anyone, I don't think like they use like a whole lot of like high quality video production or anything like that. But it gets the point across. It's memorable. Um, Epic, Epic Battery. You know, like you just think that in your head when, right. you, when you come to the commercials, definitely Superwash as well, you know, with the Superwash. personalities, mm. the two ladies, um, you know, you're going to laugh mm -hmm. and to the point where you will learn the commercial, but it's still humorous. Right. Uh, those are the two off the top of my head. Um, I will honestly say that I don't listen to radio much. I will also say that I don't watch the local channels much. So, much of my time is on the online platforms. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Those are just the two that popped into my head. Interesting. Trey? I am racking my brain. Because Sorry, I also boy, and, and that's Okay. Well. Let's go with that. Those are my oh, yeah. two answers, and okay. I'm sticking to it. Okay. So, <laughs> Thanks for that. <laughs> uh -huh. I, do like, I do like both of those um, influences. Um, hmm, interesting. Epic Battery. I wouldn't, wouldn't have guessed that one. I'd say... <laughs> I'd say I really like what Alive has been doing. I think Alive has really raised the game. Yeah. And I wonder if, BT, if, if right. BTC was like doing what they're doing before. But I think in terms of video production uh, and along those lines, in terms of graphic design, in terms of local models, mm -hmm. uh, I really like what Alive has been doing. Yeah. Yeah. BTC has, has had some campaigns that were good. Especially things shot boy by Kung Boy yeah. as well. Yeah. And they've been good. Um, Wendy's has been good. Yeah. Wendy's? Wendy's, um, they are intentional, I think, about amping the video production. Mm -hmm. Amping it up. Um, I agree with you with Alive. Yeah. Um, Domino's has had Domino's. a couple of good campaigns yes. as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, there's a school of thought that, um, and people are, we, we were having, Tremaine and a couple of us were having this conversation about quality versus quantity the other day. And mm -hmm. what is quality, Good right? I'm often on the side of, I think you need enough quantity to establish quality because quality is mm -hmm. subjective to the consumer, mm -hmm. just like some people appreciate Epic Battery mm -hmm. and Superwash. Mm -hmm. You need enough data to determine quality. Mm -hmm. Some people argue 
I think the argument, Jermaine, what do you think the <laughs> argument was? That, that, that we should try to produce less quantity and produce our perception of quality. I think, I think quality, you, you hit the nail on the head, I think, when you said that quality is relative. Mm-hmm. And I don't necessarily think that's for the creator to establish. Because what I think is quality, my audience may not necessarily agree with, or right. my intended audience may not necessarily agree with. Mm-hmm. And that can lead you into attracting people who you're not necessarily really trying to attract. Mm-hmm. Um, I think... It really has to do with, like you said, getting that feedback by getting that data to find out who likes what it is that you're creating and then creating for their view of quality. Shana, your thoughts? Well, to add to that, the question is you may be creating, but are you creating what you actually want your customers to be looking at? Yeah. Is another thing. Um, in this day and time, and I can speak from personal experience, I have not done a lot of stuff because I didn't think I could do the quality, so mm-hmm. I didn't put it out. Right. Um, but the reality is that things, we can spend thousands of dollars on a 30-second or a 60-second mm-hmm. production, whatever it is, and then people forget mm-hmm. after after a week or two. Right. You know? Um, and so you have to weigh, is it worth you not stopping? Sorry, is it worth mm-hmm. you stopping? Because you can't do the quality. Right. Um, because you're trying to produce this, which you're considering to be a timeless piece or mm-hmm. a classic piece for your brand. But then people don't appreciate it after, like, yeah, a it's, very it's short Yeah, it's kind of like plan. putting all of your eggs in one basket. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you were dropping nuggets every so often, mm-hmm. people have more of a track record with you you build a reputation so that when you do drop this whatever the big thing is it doesn't fall flat right right and people actually care that's very true Mm -hmm. i think the idea that we have to do or fight so hard for quality or create something that's so um high quality puts us in the mindset of we can't do anything because it's not up to a quote unquote standard. Right. But I think the standard is it's a, is also yeah. relative. Yeah. Because yeah. you have to, you always have to be paying attention to your audience and creating for your audience. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't necessarily always translate into what you think mm-hmm. is good or right mm-hmm. or should be done. Right. Mm-hmm. So if you had to pick between quality and quantity. That is a you you, you did this you you can't say one or the other with absolutes you cannot it really depends okay. right it depends. because we have different platforms mm-hmm. like for example if you go live on IG you don't have to be in a perfectly curated place right versus if you create a video um, people expect a little bit more polish mm-hmm. again depending on your industry right, right? so there's this. Um, Plus size style expert influencer. Um, I follow her account a lot. And so what she did, she does fashion hauls. So she'll set up her camera just like it is now, like the setup now. And then she'll try on clothes and she'll show you how like she pairs a skirt with different other items. Mm -hmm. And at one point she picked up the shoes, she put the shoes on and then she showed her husband buckling her shoes. Mm -hmm. 
And for her, for people in the comments, they were like, whoa, like, you showed your husband buckling your shoes. Like, that was very, like, authentic of you. Well, the shoes were supposed to buckle and, magically. Well, <laughs> she said in the comments, that's the only way they were going to get buckled. <laughs> right, right. You know? And so the expectation wasn't for it to be, like, super well-styled. Mm-hmm. And, yes, she does do very well put-together content, um, as if she's all around the world. Mm-hmm. And then she also says... Y'all don't worry about this awesome outfit. I just shot 20 of these outfits and I changed mm-hmm. in my car. Right, right. Which is which is a big deal considering that for most uh, influencers who do that, they give the impression that they're traveling. Yeah. yeah. And like the fact that they're doing all of those in one stretch yeah. is like a big secret. Right. That, yeah. You, so I think quality is one of those things that it varies. Like, yeah. So there's this person that I follow on Instagram. She does... Uh, natural cleanses and detoxes. Right. And so none of her photos are high quality. She literally right. takes them with her phone. Right. She takes them on the stand in her store. Right. Mm-hmm. She posts um, screenshots from conversations with a client. She X's out the names and everything. Right. But she uses those as a testimonial. So her quality is in the proof of her project, of right. her product. Yeah. It's not necessarily in her actual content, but it's mm-hmm. in Social the proof. value the social proof that people can mm-hmm. see from the reviews and, and the testimonials. Yeah. And so it's, it's relative. Yeah. Yeah, I think, uh, and we were just having this discussion the other day about how rare it is for influencers and, or brands. And, and, and it, you know, I, I think, I think the, the word brand has just been overused mm-hmm. uh, so much. Yes, it has been. But, but we all are a brand in ourselves, right? It, it, I heard someone said the other day, if we remove the word brand and replace it with reputation, then it would be a little bit more palatable to people, mm-hmm. right? To a degree. And that's really or all experience. your that's really all your brand is, right? Your yes. reputation, that's who you are. Yeah. Um. And and so let me, let me see the point I was trying to get there. Um, was it's gonna come to me. Um. Bear with me. Mm-hmm. You were having a conversation in the room. Yes, about about how I think social media is ready for unpolished brands. It is. And, mm-hmm. and, and, and in addition, how, if anybody has ever tried this for any period of time, and, and we look, we, we all follow these people who, how do they find this lighting all the, in every post? Listen, how, how's, it's how, a filter that they put on every many photo. Filters. Some people layer filters over you. <laughs> filters on filters <laughs> on filters. You can buy filters. That's another make thing. Your, make your photo always look good. Yeah, you can buy same. filters. They you all can actually commission a designer to create a filter for you. True, mm-hmm. true. So there's a lot of there's a lot of <laughs> creation that goes in the curation mm-hmm. of people's contents. There's this. Mm-hmm. And, and, and so the, the thought there is how difficult it is for you to be authentically in the moment. I disagree, but continue. Be authentically in the moment of an experience. So mm-hmm. what, what is your thing? Food? Is it... Is it doing something you've never done before? Is it hanging out with friends uh, and, and having a couple of drinks? Is it playing board games with, with family? What is your thing? See, my thing is... I, I, I imagine you're different. I know you... My thing is... So one of the reasons I don't necessarily post to social media is because I do so much for the people that I work with yeah. that it's almost never... I never, almost never remember to. Understood. But if I, in a perfect world, yeah. <laughs> in a perfect world, it would just be day-to-day updates of all the things that I'm doing. 
with a mixture of some food as long as it's, you know, sensible and relevant. So, so talking about the things you intrinsically enjoy, mm -hmm. yeah. where, where you really find yourself in enjoyment socially, what is socially, your thing? Socially, I like to laugh. You like to laugh? I dumb stuff. Good, good. So that's my point. It's hard to be authentically in the moment and have someone capture your unscripted laugh. That's true. And and and, you and so a photographer that travels with you, you, could. you could. You could. So, you know, for those of us who are not at that point, you could you could laugh and then you could get on and be like, y'all, I just saw this thing and it was so dumb. Let me show you. And even if they don't laugh, like you laugh to yourself. <laughs> it's true, I guess. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, I think but the point what you were making was that it's very difficult to be at least what I thought you were going to say, that it's difficult to be authentic in a world where everybody else is so polished and fancy. No, and no, no, no. I, I think it's authentic to mm -hmm. be in the moment of enjoying uh, experiences. Mm -hmm. I mean, you, if you've ever tried the food photography thing... I don't understand how you, you can't, You can't, you can't... And you have to take so many photos to get it right. Mm -hmm. I like food by too time, much. Well, I, I would by the time I remember to take a photo, my food the is food gone. <laughs> Oh well, it's well gone. for for the people that they're trying to get the right the right no. image for the mm -mm. and so we're we're but I, I I was saying that to say that I think um what we want to do and this is a discussion I've been having with my team what we want to do for our social media we're a small company who who wants to jump up the the ladder of 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 notoriety very quickly and mm -hmm. affordably mm -hmm. and 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 we need to look at the top five companies and essentially do nearly opposite of what they're doing. We want to be so bizarrely different from yeah. them from a marketing perspective yeah. that people, is this a real estate company? Mm -hmm. And as it would be, in my opinion, mm -hmm. it would be one of the ways that, that we could really call, get people to pay attention mm -hmm. yeah. to what we're doing. Okay. So, yeah, that kind of circles back to what I wanted to say earlier is you are, it's much easier for you to stand out if you're doing something different. Because if everybody is wearing blue plaid against a blue wall, mm -hmm. the person wearing orange is going to stand out. Yeah. So mm -hmm. I do think that, not just for you guys, but for anybody who's interested in marketing for their business, service, book, whatever it is, try to be as different as possible as long as it is strategic. You don't want to just be different for different sake because people also see through that. Yeah. And people label you as oldest woman fake. And because people can see it. Mm -hmm. They can genuinely mm -hmm. see when you're not being authentic, when you are literally just putting on for the camera. Mm -hmm. But there is value in being strategically different. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And yeah. I think your, your, your strategy should be based on that authenticity. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with mm -hmm. you. So, Shani, you had any thoughts on that? I would just say, you know, um, in being authentic, just still be mindful of what you're putting out. Yes. Like, give it context. Like, right. if you're a baker, for example, I don't know why I have that example in my mind. But if you are a baker and you want to show behind the scenes, because maybe sometimes people think that those beautiful cupcakes and cakes happen just, by magic. They, you, mm -hmm. you could walk outside um, and pick them off the tree. But you want to show... Um, the background of how you have to mix all these things mm -hmm. days in advance and all of that, you can do that, um, but still being aware of giving your audience context. Mm -hmm. This is your prep, this is whatever, so that, and it helps too with pricing in my opinion, right? Because now they understand like, oh, 
this person has to start baking for Saturday from Wednesday because they have right. so many orders. Right. And then, oh, I've done time stamps even mm-hmm. when yeah. I've done stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So there have been times when I went and sat in the hotel because I knew they'd be open late on like, like a coffee shop that closes. And I'll put in my stories, hey, still working. And it's like one fifty-five in the morning. Yeah. Um, and I'll drop the location because I want people to know too, like this, this isn't just a pretty thing and mm-hmm. it's fun and it's yeah. whatever. Yeah. I am working. Mm-hmm. I was working when you were sleeping because you just saw this this morning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so there's an intentionality behind that. And again, it's, it's strategy. Yeah. yeah. And I do think, man, I caught your bug. I, I literally had an entire sentence and now it's gone. <laughs> Oh, there yes, I was going to say, um, also keep in mind your audience, right? So mm-hmm. if you know as a baker you like fun in your kitchen, mm-hmm. and so as a key part of your baking process is you have, you know, you dance with your flour. Mm-hmm. As weird as it is, mm-hmm. that may just be you. Mm-hmm. If you are not necessarily, if your clients don't necessarily get all that, mm-hmm. you may not want to post that. Right. You may want to keep that to yourself. Yeah. But then I should also you keep, should you keep it to yourself? See, I also so my cab my my you know reply to my own self uh-huh. for that is then I don't necessarily know if you're serving the right customers mm. at yeah. that point. Yeah. So mm-hmm. if you if you have to stifle a part of yourself to serve right. people, I right. hesitate to say that maybe. So, let the people know if you listen to trap music or two in the, in the morning right. while yeah. you are baking. Yes. And then guess what? People are gonna be like. And then you say at the end of your post, what's your favorite trap song? Mm-hmm. You're going to get people to respond. True. Yes. True. And I think the, I, I, it's coming back to me. <laughs> uh, what authenticity does is allow people to self-select. Yes. So instead of oh, you yep. putting so much effort into yeah. def- trying to define, quote unquote, your ideal customer. Because, yeah. you know, that's one of the key things that they tell you to do when you start right. in yeah. any form of marketing, define your ideal customer. Yep. I think when you are authentic and you show who you are and what it is that drives you and what it is that motivates you and how you do whatever it is that you do, mm-hmm. people are automatically able to self-select. Yeah. I don't listen to trap music. So if I yeah. see the baker, I may say that's cool, but that whereas somebody else may be like, oh no, this person listens to trap music. I can't right. give them my money. Right. And then you automatically, you know, you don't even have to do nothing. Yeah. They just could continue to scroll True. on their merry way. Right. True. Right. Because okay. guess what? That person may feel disturbed if you pull up to their delivery location mm-hmm. and you're playing trap music. Right. Mind you, it could be softly in your van, but it don't matter. Some people are just that personality. True. Yeah. And True. by being authentic up front, you allow them to, to just disengage and just right. not bother interacting with yeah. you. Right, right. Yeah. Um, so let, let's cover this question then we'll close on this point that I have for you next. Mm-hmm. And, and again, I don't want to lose the point. So the, the, the point I want to close on is if you were social media coordinator, marketing representative for a company right now, mm-hmm. what profile are you creating for that company? But before we get there, the question we pinned earlier is... I just was going to ask you how much pin questions <laughs> how many, how many, How many pins we make in it? Uh, Pinterest. Uh, does someone today mm-hmm. need... Is a marketing degree worth what it might have been years past what value is it i yeah i don't think it's worth as much as it was before 
Because if anybody today, if anybody is intentional enough, if they've driven enough, they could find everything that they're doing, that they teach in schools online and more. Because, and I could be wrong. I have not studied any syllabi mm-hmm. recently, mm-hmm. but a lot of what, what is covered in social media or the things that you can learn in social media, I don't think that there is much of that in curriculum. And I, and I, could, yeah. and I could fight for that yeah. because the algorithms change almost awesome. monthly mm-hmm. across platforms. And so mm-hmm. if, <laughs> if I get a degree this year in 2019... By 2020, it may very well be obsolete. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. So, I I mean, I think there's value in it just for, like, the other aspects. Not necessarily the contents, but, like, the discipline, mm-hmm. um, being on a schedule, um, knowing how to... Or getting practice with networking with the people in your class and other people mm-hmm. in the industry. Mm-hmm. Those things, I think, are valuable from the college experience. But I can't say that the degree itself, in my opinion, is as valuable as it was years ago. Yeah. Shana? Yeah, I mean, I would add to that that you look good on paper with the degree. Very true. There are some places that are still, um, I'm sorry to call it, but archaic. And they require a, a mm-hmm. marketing degree in order to apply for the job not realizing that again you can find either for free yeah or pay to find out information mm-hmm. so for me i would recommend instead of you getting that marketing degree if you don't care about how you look on paper spend $5000 on a great marketing program find one person find a mastermind um Find resources. Yeah. Use use um MOOCs, mm-hmm. um the Coursera's, the edX, those different places. Take the marketing degrees. Mm-hmm. Take the marketing courses. Yeah. Because then you won't have to take all the extra get stuff. Get those get those certifications. And I would mm-hmm. actually say with that five thousand dollars you could actually get multiple. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. that that the digital marketing certifications, yes. yeah. Certainly. Mm-hmm. Certainly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think about and another thing. Go ahead, go ahead. As somebody who is who has been approached for social media marketing, I think another misconception is that if you are a social media marketer, that you have all of the accessory skills mm-hmm. like graphic design and video editing and whatnot. Right. So if you are in photography, so if you mm-hmm. are interested in going the. I guess, non-bachelor degree route, invest in some of that as well. Yeah. Because people are looking for that. Yeah. And so you don't want to be overlooked because you don't have those skills. Right. Even though people sort of kind of assume That's that true. you have them yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. I've had to learn true. a lot of things so that I can do social media. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I actually had to realize through conversations with you that I was undercharging because I, I have those experiences right. anyway. Right. And so people were like, oh, okay, you could do this. And I was like, I just having conversations. I was like, yeah. oh, wait, I need to take my prices. <laughs> Clearly. Yeah. 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 Very interesting how, how, how things have changed and how, how someone who, you know, I mean, I, I'm trying to compare this to what this would have been comparable to in, in maybe the 90s or, or earlier. Um, but this thing that children are just drawn to has become something that could make you mm-hmm. six figures mm-hmm. a year, right? Because mm-hmm. I mean, people, people like people. Mm. And at the, at the crux of it, social media marketing and marketing in general 
is a it's a people to people connection yeah. and your success as it while or at it while it may also have some ties to sales, but your success as a marketer is mostly tied to your ability to make a connection with your audience. Mm-hmm. 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 Like that's the crux of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, in closing, mm-hmm. you guys took on a job as a marketing manager, and let's let's use Darbo Darbo One Realty as a as a as a as a hypothesis. Is it? Mm-hmm. A subject, the test subject. Test subject. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you use Double One Realty as a test subject. We brought you in. Mm-hmm. What platforms are you going to suggest? Mm-hmm. And what are you proposing? What are you going to post on those platforms? You want to go first? Who is your audience? <laughs> or who are your intended who, who's your intended audience right. and who are well who's your ideal customer yeah or if you have more than one ideal customer who are your ideal customers and who is your intended audience right because you have a audience and then you have the people within that audience that you want to sell to right and your real estate is one of those things where you have a broad i assume mm-hmm. a broad spectrum of people that you could sell to right. so that's my first question right nothing else can happen until i have an understanding of that okay Okay, so our client generally is from anywhere from 28 years old to, let's call it 58 on average. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Broad range. Yeah. Broad Income range. Income level, the middle class, upper class? Middle, middle to upper. Okay. Middle to upper? Yeah. You want to look at probably LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. And... The local? If local, yep, yep. So for local, uh, mm-hmm. I would say... I would still say Facebook, but not necessarily Facebook timeline. You would have to invest heavily in Facebook ads That's and drive yeah. them into Messenger. Yeah. That's okay. What think. Mm-hmm. Drive them to your website as well mm-hmm. from ads. Definitely, definitely LinkedIn. Uh, but I would take it from the perspective of you're educating people through LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. What to look for when they buy when they're buying a new house when mm-hmm. they're selling a house. Considering a second home, um, needing to rent out a part of their house, whatever the case may be. Right. Um, use LinkedIn as education. Use Instagram to let them see the team, how the team operates behind the scenes, mm-hmm. um, and then a bit of your a of bit your of lifestyle education. and a bit of education. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Heavy on video, like people. I think not a lot of people are investing so much in video because it does require a little bit more. Yeah. Whereas there's a billion and, and six different text creation apps on their phone. Right. Mm-hmm. But video is the way to go mm-hmm. simply because we it's easier to consume. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You could get through five minutes of video and it doesn't feel like five minutes. On whereas mute. People will watch it on mute. Mm-hmm. So I would suggest, for example, if you walk people through a house, as if they're taking a tour, a virtual tour, mm-hmm. without them needing to mm-hmm. physically come and see. Great, great. Because for someone like me, like when I decide to yeah. buy, 
I'm not looking at all those houses. That's true. true. And true. so, so as somebody who has been looking at, at real estate on and off for the last year, yeah. it pisses me all the way off when you have one photo, and the photo don't even necessarily have to be not a, a good. So two either. things: when you have one photo yeah. for a whole house, you tell yeah. me the house have five bedrooms, <laughs> three bathroom, and it's one one photo. One photo? Yeah. How? And you definitely can at a certain price point. I need to see all the things. All the photos. Right, right, so that's right. number one, right? <laughs> Secondly. You can't be taking photos with your cell phone and you taking the photo in You can, portrait. but you have to know how to use it and you cannot filter anything out. Right. Please. Yeah. You want me to spend money on a house? I need to see every corner, Certainly. every piece of baseboard, I need to see the every tile. every door, every piece of tile, I gotcha. every the piece of the kitchen. If the appliances <laughs> come with the house, I need to see the inside of the appliances because I need to see if they got rust and I got to need yeah. to replace them in like two months. <laughs> no, I need to know. We are, I so now we are people who are very busy, right? Yeah. And we are all about convenience. Like I yes. promise you, if... Well, this is product placement, sorry. But if Starbucks <laughs> started delivering, yeah. or Dunkin' started delivering, yeah. they would close they would everybody kill. else down. Okay, that that's just that's just where we're going now. Mm-hmm. Um, we sit at a Starbucks drive-thru in the States, yeah. some of us. Yeah. So we want to be able to tour a house without us going there. Mm-hmm. Well, I gotta go there. an apartment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know how much driving mm-hmm. that is I have um, to do? Yeah. They're like, this is literally the thought in people's yeah. mind. Like, if I gotta go there, I have to take I the have kids to, with me. We have to Because I can't car. find nobody to watch them. I don't know if they're gonna be That means I have to postpone my grocery right. trip till tomorrow. And then I can't do it tomorrow because I have all these other things planned tomorrow and like, you inconvenience in my life. Yep. However, if you catch me on my lunch break, then that's different. Or if I'm winding down right. at night with my glass of wine and mm-hmm. me and the hubby are looking at pictures and whatever else, and we could use that as like movie yeah. slash whatever time. True. You know? True. We could. We could. You know. I like that. We could do that. Yeah. How many posts per day? That depends. These days, LinkedIn wants us. We got the new goal of twenty. Twenty posts a day. Twenty daily. Of what? Of what? Of what? We wanna. I. I just. So he, so I set the goal of twenty. Okay. I left it to to the to the, one of our colleagues that are working in in marketing mm-hmm. to decide what he had proposed. He had this kind of morning photo, sunset, and and I I, I don't oh. think. But what I what I suggested was, I think if you decided, so we're in this aggressive campaign of getting likes and 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 for our social media. Mm-hmm. I think if you agree to like that once I invite you, you won't scroll down and you won't see listings. So I'd really like... But isn't that what everybody else is doing? Yes. Here's the difference. So I want I want him 15 to 10 to 15 of those posts to be listings and 5 to 10 to be information. Information about, like what Shanna mentioned, one heavy Swap post it. being Swap a video. It. Swap it. And you know, let me tell you why. 15 information. Yes. 15 information. And they could be as simple. They could be as simple as one of your realtors standing up. Like, say, two of them go. Somebody is holding the camera. The next one is talking to the camera. And they're saying, when you go into a house, these are the things you want to consider when you're looking Mm. at prices. They could be as simple as that. You don't Mm -hmm. have to go into the whole song and dance with lights and everything else. No. Mm -hmm. You, because, again, people want to see people. Mm -hmm. They want authenticity. Right. And they want to know that y'all know what y'all are talking about. I don't mm-hmm. care. I could look for houses myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's enough websites for me to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What I don't know is 
all of these questions I have sitting in the back of my mind that I'm too afraid to ask mm. a realtor mm-hmm. because the realtors they come and they don't have no smile on their face. Right. They're looking, they're trying to give me this paper so I could sign it. Right. <laughs> right. So so you change the game by right. answering those questions up front and that right. sets you apart. Right. One of the tactics I use, well, it was an intentional tactic, but when I worked for a luxury wedding design company, um, I stopped people from spending sometimes thousands of dollars. And I'd say, listen, I don't think you really want to do that. This is what I would suggest, and mm-hmm. this is how you'll save money. And so on that, and yes. they trusted me right? because I could have gotten them to sign over way more, mm-hmm. and that would have made me look good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But because I said, I don't really think you want to do that right now, think it over, get back to mm-hmm. me. They trusted me. Right. Um, and then it made it easier as I was guiding them because some of them had never seen some of the properties that they were they mm. were getting married on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Never saw good photos. So at that point, I was the deciding factor sometimes. Right. They would say, listen, if you think we should go with the property, then we'll go with the property. Yeah. But at that point, I was establishing trust. Right, mm-hmm. right, yeah. right, right. Yeah, yeah. Very, very, very awesome. So okay. I would just say, like, present information in a different way. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like... Like Tremaine said, or if you have a place with a pool, right? Um, These are all the things you need to consider. You standing by the pool, yes, doing the video. So whatever it is that they're talking about, like that, because stand yeah. there because you want to mm-hmm. always have that visual representation of what it is that you're talking about. Because like Shana said, context. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can't um, be standing in the kitchen telling me about the pool costs right. and maintenance. Right. I mean, I, my brain and disconnect because I can't see the pool. You are in the kitchen. Yeah. Or wouldn't it be great if you could just come here and wind down with a nice glass of of wine at the end of the day, you know? Just bear in mind that when you have a pool, mm-hmm. so you are giving them, you're showing them, like, a bit of lifestyle. Uh-huh. Yes. But at the same time, you're informing them about, if you decide to have a house with a pool, these are going to be right. things you need to consider. Right, right, right. Okay. Duly noted. Duly noted. Okay. So we covered authenticity, we covered college degrees, we covered the state of marketing today and brands we should look out for. And if someone's starting in business today, what they might consider. Any any thoughts in closing for the marketing world? Don't say that you don't need marketing. Mm. Oh my goodness. Please. People still saying that? Oh yes. Yeah. Yes. And they saying they ain't saying it when whispering. They say <laughs> it They say sales and marketing as being very separate. Mm. Not understanding one in the same. Between. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So don't in this in this good twenty nineteen, mm-hmm. please stop saying that you don't need marketing. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. One uh one thought I I heard on this is that you know we are all you know I sell real estate and 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 these girls uh one of their interests is marketing, but we all no matter what we do are in the lead generation business. Mm-hmm. And marketing is marketing is the way to do that. Yeah. If you uh if you have money problems, you you don't have a money problem. You have a lead problem. You mm-hmm. need to generate more people that are interested in your in your thing. And obscurity is a big is a big part of that. If people don't know you, yeah. it's hard for them to buy from you. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Okay. True. Well, on that note, I appreciate y'all. Uh, y'all get me back on the on the circuit. Good stuff. Um. Uh, and so, uh, you know, thanks for listening in um, to the AFL Brand Podcast. If uh, if you had a chance to listen to this, no Shannon, no Tremaine, uh, send them a text. Let them know that let them know that you heard them, uh, and send me a text. Uh, feel free to send me a text at eight zero eight six eight six eight and tell me what you enjoyed about this podcast. And let's connect socially as well. I'm Max Weeding all over social media. 
and I look forward to seeing you on the next episode. Hey, what's up? I'm Matt Sweeting, of course. I'm wondering why are we not connected on social media already? On Instagram, I'm Matt Sweeting, simple as that. On Facebook, Matt Dorian Sweeting. On Twitter, Matt Tweeting. See what I did there? Let's connect. Why are we not connected already? Let's do that right now. Tell me that you listen to the podcast. 